Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. I'm Travis Washington. And this is the show where Travis and I are breaking down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And it's been a while again. It's been a busy summer. Yeah, yeah. Stuff going on. My, my work, work has been, yeah, my work's been, it was Little League and then just my work just kicking my ass. Like, we could not, like, when you were free, I wasn't free because of work and this, that, and the other. But here we are. We're back. And trust me, when the summer's over, we'll be back to a more, uh, more, uh, a regular uh, schedule. schedule. Yeah, 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 definitely. But, uh, you know, it's, it is what it is. It is. So, there's so much I want to talk about, but I really want to mm-hmm. get to this episode. But the, I, there's something I have to address, and we're going to talk about it more tomorrow. But I don't know if you saw the news, but the Arrowverse is done. Yeah, so it's over, over. Well, the last season of the Flash was announced, and it's an abbreviated season. You know what we wanted for Legends, and uh, and that's it. And uh, someone said, "Well, what about Superman and Lois?" Superman and Lois, Trav did mm-hmm. this, pissing off fans. Um. Even though this Superman and this Lois were introduced, you know, in the last two crossovers, he was a Supergirl, and this is their show. At the end of the season, they did something I haven't seen it yet, uh, and the creators were, uh, re- revealed that he's like, "This is not on the Arrowverse Earth. Different Earth. Totally different Earth. That that's it. So it doesn't count anymore." All right, that's how to explain why Supergirl's never on the show, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and uh, boy, there's a lot to talk about. We'll talk about it next week. But oof, the uh, the, the Twitterverse is is a fire with uh, uh, stuff uh, like Legends fans and stuff. But more, what I want to talk about is this is all just one other part of this massive fire sale mm-hmm. for the insurance money that Discovery is doing um, uh, acquiring Warner. Right. It's yeah, and I, I see bonkers. the Batgirl. Uh, yep, ninety million dollar movie, and they're going to sit on it because tax write off. Yeah, it's a tax write off. If they sit on that movie and never release, it, and with with the 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 clear law being can never be released, never see the light of day, they get two hundred million dollars or, <laughs> or something something like that. Yeah, it's Maybe. yeah, it's Maybe. left and right. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> like to some extent, like this is all like poor management and and all this kind of weird kind of just oversaturation but we you know the this bubble had to burst in some way Mm -hmm. and it probably makes sense that it's the lesser successful of the two universes that is i agree that the bubble has to well i agree that the bubble had to burst and well but just seeing how marvel is chugging along with success after success are they I mean, I don't know. They are. Like, Ms. Ms. Yeah. Marvel was the best TV show they put out. I mean, it doesn't. Forever. I'm not talking about quality. I'm talking about how many people are watching it and how many people are like. Again, it's just yeah, they're watching. Lot. People like, are watching. Everybody... Marvel's still. Dude, they're making an Eternals too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't see, sit that, through see, that again. thing. Yeah. Well, well, I think that they're prolonging the inevitable. I think this is a sign of yeah, well, something I think... that will happen eventually. Yes, I think to. I think it's indicative of something that will happen eventually. But so much of this is the fire sale uh, of what they're doing because they're also they're wiping out HBO Max, the best of all the streaming services, mm-hmm. the, the yeah, absolute the one with the, the most selection and the yeah. easiest interface. Yeah. Um, and it's getting wiped clean. Just they're because wiping it not, fucking clean because it's uh, our boy Marty called it bad when he says like this is 
whether or not you agreed with him when he was saying, or if it ruffled feathers when he was saying these movies aren't cinema, they're just content. Like, and that's, that's a fact to those producers. That's a fact to those people making these movies. Oh, I agree. You think I, they're like these other parts. I think they are just content. I agree, but this and but now for the, they are officially being uh, mm-hmm. uh, used as as such just to attack right off. And that's yeah, the HBO Max who, the, gave, who gave a shit about making that thing, but yeah. um, I do feel like this is it, it, it's a, and it's a lot of things. There's a, a shitload of streaming happening as well, and everybody's uh, has a different service, and all of those have too many shows and too much money that they've had to like Netflix has had to pull back and things like that, mm-hmm. despite. Oh, whatever like it's not just superhero shows on hbo max and warner brothers it's everything they're mm-hmm. just they want to merge with discovery discovery is all about reality tv and non-scripted tv and that's what the tv is going to be from now on yeah and but, everything but else is it, in the like, movies because there are so many superhero movies being made when this other stuff happens it it's almost by like process of elimination that sooner or later one of them's going to get hit uh by uh the cuts, right? Because those are the yeah, but here's the know, qu- that's the more yeah, right. uh, dominant genre of uh, stuff getting put out. One last thing. Here's the question, though, and this was mm-hmm. getting brought up with everything being shit canned, superhero or non superhero. There's mm-hmm. there's lots. Of, they're canceling all kinds of shit over mm-hmm. there. When is Ezra Miller gonna cross the line enough for them to officially pull Flash? The problem they is they have got, not pulled it. I know that guy just like finds new ways to commit crimes it's insane and it seems like he pops all over the country like mr mixia's ah, piddling he's like a, he is a, he is a super villain i think the problem is he's the reverse movie, flash that movie has what has ben affleck and michael keaton in it right as different batman yeah well batgirl and, and had, you had batgirl this had massive you had this this yeah. huge success of the old spider-man coming back if they can get the old batman back and get a, a, a glimpse of that you know that's know. The, they can't that's release the content how do they release this the, how do they release this? How do they release this? Because they, they 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 stick to that man. They they, they bury uh, him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I, I don't mean. Know. And push the back. He started a cult. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. I think they got a dude. Michael Keaton's in Batgirl, and that's not seeing the light of day. I mean, it's yeah. They maybe just oh, should. I don't know. Red box this or something, man. It's. What does he have to do? What does he have to do? Does he have to Benoit? before but, uh, they pull this shit creepers i hope not god i hope not oh i hope not as well but <laughs> it's every day it's a new thing and i'm like yeah. why is this movie not being pulled other That's movies insane. have been pulled for for less it's crazy hmm oh, well. anywho we're at ledges of tomorrow season five episode nine zari not zari mm-hmm. and travis uh what's the synopsis we got sarah constantine and charlie find themselves in beautiful british columbia i added mm-hmm. the uh, adjective there searching for another piece of, of the loom but they run into a problem they couldn't have foreseen zari has been having trouble feeling like herself so she goes on a meditative journey at the suggestion of bayrod meanwhile ava volunteers to try and help rory with a personal problem all right so it's funny when i watch this the first time taking notes mm-hmm. when, I, when i'm pausing it every you know 45 seconds to write something down I was like, huh, I don't know. I, I don't remember this one, but I, just, I don't know. This didn't make any sense. And then I watched it without doing that. I went, oh, this this works a whole lot better now letting it flow. But stopping it every 45 seconds, I was losing myself. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I totally understand it. Yeah. Um, um, granted, yeah. there's still a few things that yeah. 
I yeah. can't wait to, to goof on because yeah, yeah, because of go. the location, the location uh-huh. in beautiful Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's meant to be a shout out, obviously. And, uh, and of course, uh, so were you, we'll get to the supernatural stuff later, mm-hmm. but was that a, was that happening on all the CW shows at this time? No, Did you say no, something no. about that? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I thought no, they were this, doing some sort um, of like celebration where they kind of reference supernatural and all the other shows. That would make sense, but no, not at all. It just, just, uh, just ledges did and um but which did lead to like when the promos were coming out like oh it's sarah lance and it's a supernatural car people immediately jumped to the conclusion they were doing a crossover crossover, episode and uh when and when they didn't there was a bit of like oh man you fucking sold us on a crossover i was like i don't know that they did i don't know it is a weird thing i mean yeah it's a weird thing to put in a promo and not expect people or the, or the pictures leaked actually or something yeah like that. i don't okay, think I see, I see. okay okay so we start in london 1977 and it's a concert of the smell three nights after charlie had left the band and joined the legends and this blonde in leather shows up knifes the bouncer goes in just slaughters everyone slaughtering the band people are running out she finds declan remember declan she doesn't throw rice at him though Right. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd forgotten who that... I, I mean, I knew they were familiar, especially him. He's got a really kind of recognizable yeah. he, he, leprechaun. He, I think we talked exactly. about how he looked very leprechaun Well, that was the whole point, right? Um, Threw a rice at him to try to prove he was a leprechaun. Yeah, man. This is this like... Um, yeah, this was... Uh, it sounded... Uh, it's so, so weird to see, like, mass killings mm-hmm. um, done on, you know, in public places. Uh, now, it just doesn't... Uh, weird. Yeah, um, I get it. You know uh, what though? You know what yeah. though, dude? If you watch it with the uh, the subtitles on, there's a there's a specific sound effect uh, written out for the sound Oi! of the knife going in, yeah. and oh, it's really? okay. it's splorch. I thought you meant <laughs> thought you meant a uh, a uh, uh, punk made a certain noise. Oi! No, no, no. It's a, it's called a splorch. That's splorch. Gotcha. <laughs> well, that 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 softens it. That's for sure. That lowers the rating on the thing if you wear the, if you put on the CC the closed captioning it's suddenly not TV fourteen anymore because of the sound effect it's like Batman. No, look, it's fine. See, yeah, that'd be great Splorch. if they did it Batman style and had it just appear on the screen. Splorch. It would be like a, but the the logo would be like on the cover that Splorch would be written out like never buying the bollocks. Sex <laughs> Splorch. Right. Oh man. Oh, we need to go back and fanfic that in. Uh, yep, yep. It'll be hits with the thousands and thousands uh, on the internet. So she doesn't splorch him. She starts glowing, and uh, we find out she burns him alive from the inside. But yeah, we don't guess, know that quite I guess yet. So she's seeing a true form. The true form. Yeah, showing um, the true it's form. So, it's kind of funny because he kind of is like, oh, that's beautiful. It looks like he's like happy yeah. at first for a second there, and then <laughs> it's all maybe not so good. It's kind of like when. Um, when what's his face was getting uh when Dan Aykroyd is getting the BJ from the uh, <laughs> turned out. I love that that comes up so often I know, on I our know shows. nowadays. Like that's one of those eighties things. Like, can you believe this is in the middle of this kids movie? <laughs> Dude, I it. saw that when like I was a. It was the summer before my freshman year of high school, and yeah. I remember thinking, "What the fuck is this? This is <laughs> fucked up. Why is this in this movie?" <laughs> it's pretty funny. I remember thinking it was so naughty. When I was a kid, you know what I mean? And it is. You know, Declan had that look that uh what's his face had in Raiders when he first opens the totally. yard. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then his face starts. So for a second I thought that was gonna happen. It's beautiful. I think that's what they were going for. Mm. 
and she has the tagline uh her sister can't out- outrun fate yeah and uh and she's looking for clotho which is charlie and uh Did we know that yet yeah she said it last uh okay. episode okay yeah, i know it's been a while but uh this is when this episode and the next episode cement the big bads right uh, halfway through the season it's 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 an interesting choice this season that mm-hmm. the fates the fates are the villains right um and they don't establish them to through till really ha- next episode you finally get the villains and their master plan or right here you kind of do but uh it really kicks into motion uh, next time and a lot of people think, think the fates are love this season think the fates are the weakest of the villains but I kind of dig them. I like I like what they do with it. It's very non. Yeah. I, don't know, I just think it's non. Like, and here's the big bad. Blah ha ha. They just you know they take it a little bit of a different way. That I okay. Okay. Enjoy. I mean, I'm not. I'll tell you right now. I'm not. Uh, I'm not mad about her yet. Yeah. I got. I like. There's. My, I don't know. Looks like so they they're trying to make her seem like she's this cold blooded killer. But if you want to know the biggest problem with my with my biggest problem with this episode, mm-hmm. what? nobody dies they all pretend that they're gonna die but they don't die and like by the by the t- to the point when that when uh, at the end when bayrod is supposed to be dead i don't believe that he's dead because you've he, already hinted that two other well, he's people not dead two, well exactly, no, he's exactly but here's but i'll, I'll tell it's you this, like it's I'll, like rise of skywalker syndrome uh, I did I, it I, like I, like three times in this episode but i'll t- tell you this Stinks. at the time at the time it aired <laughs> yeah I thought they killed him because he was never listed as the main cast. He was always special guest, uh, Shayan. And I thought they killed him. Yeah. And I, I was like, is, within the context of this episode, why would you think that though? I mean, I don't, I don't mean to like take what the fuck's the problem with your dumb brain there. Had you? No, I'm just saying, I'm saying they don't, if you just watched this episode, like there's no, the way everyone's dying and coming back and everyone's, Oh, how care? How are you not dead? Kind of thing. Like, why should I think anyone's going to Well, die? Declan's dead. I mean. Yeah. yeah, we lost beloved Declan. <laughs> and the other band member, the Smell, are dead. Yeah, you know, yeah, They're yeah. dead. Uh, Oi, we're the Smell. This is our opening track. That <laughs> uh, just makes me laugh. In the final episode, there is a joke that addresses, you know, like, thought they were dead. Eh, who cares? Yeah, like, um, yeah that's funny. Uh, we'll get to the whole Sarah thing. Well, Sarah as the whole the woman I know, and that, that comes from the crisis thing. that comes from the crisis oh it comes from arrow shit i mean she's been okay. resurrected numerous yeah, times yeah, yeah, yeah. and it becomes part of her character mm-hmm. in a season or two like she has the nigga it's sarah lance the woman who cannot die and yeah, that becomes cool. her thing yeah that's cool i like um, that it's uh um if she's she should be getting more powerful that's kind of what happened you know again we've been using we've been using the terms like big bad and everything but um it's like that's what Buffy uh, over the over the years she gained more and more. Mm-hmm. Know, she became more and more powerful. Things like that. They do a fun thing, and um, I'll just tell like this way: she never gets what you would call for long term permanent superpowers. They alter they alter them, which is f- it's it's fun the way they do it. And there's one that lasts like a pretty long time. That's the best one. Uh, she she it's not giving anything away she basically is a wolverine at one point you know right cool. heal, healing factors and all that shit awesome. um yeah it leads to some good special effects <laughs> oh yeah yeah season seven has a lot of oh they blew a hole in her head and you watch her head grow back and shit good stuff cool. um so 
on the wave rider, uh, a sleepwalking Zari wakes up with Nate, who has a Bebo in his room. And uh, she apparently she sleptwalk in there, uh, had like shut down Gideon. Uh, and and Nate's all like, well, I was with you in an alternate timeline. I was like, I don't think they ever told her that yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they tell her later, but he mm-hmm. told he, he tells them like, I know they haven't mentioned to her about the alternate Zari because and they don't yeah. because they reveal it to her here. And it's seeming weird that Nate is kind of just oh yeah, no, this, these things happen, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's got his pajama pants on, the so casual look no bonus to see that it. That was a little weird. And uh, she takes off. Uh, Bayrod's fixing Gideon. Uh, Charlie uh, sees her, and uh, and uh, in her uh, in her uh, negligee. I was like, right. negligee. What I, I, I was about to say. What am I fifty two? I was like, yeah, you are fucking fifty two. Negligee. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and she does. It's not a walk of shame if you enjoyed it. And Mick walks in, about to portal off. He's got a teddy bear. And he's like, oh, shame's good. Keeps you from ending up with a 16-year-old kid and just portals right out. Like, mm-hmm. And uh, Constantine shows up to meet with Charlie, uh, talk about the loom, and uh, have a few drinks. But then Gideon breaks the news about the smell getting splorched. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Well, no, the one, the uh, the chick got splorched. Uh, he got yes. he got burned up. Yeah. And uh, Ava and Sarah are uh, consoling her, saying, look, we'll look for the encore. And Charlie's like, no, no, this wasn't no encore. It's my sister because uh, the burning from the inside is a fate thing. And Constantine's like, yeah, we need to go look for the fucking loom. And Charlie doesn't want to do it. Sarah's like, you know what? Let's just take a break, get things straight. You know, Ray's not here. I think that may be the last time they mention him. Right. Uh, and it just tells Constantine to look it up. We're against a god. Look up what we can do. And Constantine uh, is like, yeah, fuck that. And cast a spell uh, to be able to follow the ring. And to see where it is, and it hits the globe, and the globe spins around to beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I cute. Well, I think the first time I saw it, I thought they were only doing it because of Supernatural, and it was a little later. Where I'm like, oh no, they film all these things in Vancouver. I think that I learned that a tad bit later. Right. Because this feels like a love letter to Vancouver to me, especially the zombies. Where's that? When I come visit in October, <laughs> can you show me the my, part where there's you, just yeah. zombies for some reason out in the woods? <laughs> I could go to, I could take you to the FX place if we have time and you're uh, where I get. No, I want to know. They run into oh, zombies sorry, for man. no we're explained not, reason. I'm going to see the zombies. Oh, God. Well, how far away are they from the wrestling show? I mean, can I Uber? Hey, gosh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uber. Or do you just and... not talk about the zombies with outsiders? Look, uh, yeah, well, well, not on, not on tape, man. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> okay, we'll talk. We'll talk when I get there. <laughs> I laughed so hard about the fucking Vancouver zombies. Yeah, <laughs> all I could think uh, about. Just, I mean, and that's an homage to, like, all that. Like, it's how we get her. Uh superheroes and horror and you know supernatural well, that's why they film up there because they yeah, don't have yeah. they, i mean they don't have to actually cast they've got zombies yeah exactly and you know what those zombies are dead crew yes dead, dead crew we've members. already established how these so. they kill these crew and extras left and right they're floating up on the shore there's Zero so many of them in the woods life if you're not on camera if you're not above the uh, seven on the uggo scale mm-hmm. then uh and uh, you don't make it 
you just made party. it you could have ended you up one of these fucking zombies party yeah i'm seven and a half luckily yeah. luckily but uh you know what that's that could uh change i'm getting older hey man if i'm ever watching a cw show with zombies in it and i see a bespectacled zombie coming out of the muck and i'm like i would just pop for you buddy yeah, i'd love yeah, it very, and you'd have to much. actually die because i think yeah. that's part of the yeah, oh, of course. You think I don't know how zombies work? Mm-hmm. I was about to say that's part of how the CW works. I was like, oh, yeah. the CW doesn't work anymore at all, right? Yeah, that's not yeah. a thing anymore. I don't is think. it not? What's, it was what is... sold to Nexstar, and okay. I don't know what the fuck they're how actually going to do with it. Any of this stuff. Anyways. It's the fire sale. They did a fire sale. Yeah. I, all I know is I, I'll stick with good old UPN. That's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's that? Um, I smacked out on UPN and Voyager yeah. and Buffy for a while. Buffy for a while. I mean, really, one season. What, what else came out of that network besides one so season three, of Buffy, Smackdown. Voyager, and SmackDown? Yeah, Deep Space Nine was on it too, right? Well, no, 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 no. Deep Space syndicated. Yeah, it was syndicated. Okay, all right, let's go. All right, <laughs> so we're in hell at the, the coin maker's place. And uh, the blonde fate's there, and she's flipping a coin, and hot hippie mom fate. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm on board, it. by the way. I'm on board with you. on board? Mom, for sure, yeah. She's sexy yeah. as fuck, you're right. Mm-hmm. Wait till next uh, Wait till next episode. Oof, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like that tease. <laughs> See, I'm glad, I'm glad you agree, because I was about to say, you know, I know how you, you, you yucked my yum with uh, Jane Carr. I'm glad we're <laughs> on the, the same page here. Wait, All right. You make that up? I've never heard that phrase. You you never heard that? Yes, wait, wait, oh, wait, I, hold I, on I, a second, hold on a second. I I told you about something new. Is that uh, new? Uh, it's newish. I've yeah. heard it over the last like two years. All right. All right. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> so she says, uh is calling herself Charlie. She's running around with a human uh who's a time traveler, and uh, uh Hot hippie mom puts it all together. Uh, it's Constantine. And she's got the coin. And uh, they do this. There's like two or three, like, I don't know, touch of the director flourishes they throw into this one, especially at the end. Yeah. And in this one, they cut to Constantine. Normally, this show would just then cut to Constantine. But then there's a voiceover. She's doing a voiceover about what they're going to do while they're showing Constantine looking for the fucking uh, the loom. Which yes. they jumped out at me. I was like, "Oh, that's different." And, yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's there's a, a lot of that in this one. And they're and they're asking, yeah, they're asking a lot of, "Okay, come with us here now. Come with us, and we're gonna have this kind of thing." Yeah. This is, you know, we I think the audience for the show is used to that aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody felt a little too comfortable today. I think sometimes, yeah, when you when things start to feel good, yeah, you don't bring your A game as much because it feels like you're all, uh, you know. Uh, I feel like, especially, uh, I, I wasn't mad about the performance from Macy Richardson Sellers today. Um, uh-huh. She had to carry a lot of these scenes, and a lot of them I thought she was kind of, you know, not as. Um, I know what you're talking probably, about. This is one of her biggest showcases in the series, or definitely this episode, or this season, I mean. So. Um, I, I thought she fell a little short in times. And I think that was part of the problem with this. But even Katie Lotz, and, and I, this might come to the directors too, there's just some weird choices for what 
where she went emotionally with some of this stuff. But anyways, uh, maybe we'll know when we get to it. Mm, I, I, I know what you mean. Uh, didn't really notice it with uh, Katie Lotz, but I, with uh, Maisie, it, I kind of felt like it was, all right, Charlie's been pretty much a fun character with no background. And then this was like all the trauma that we're not used to seeing her do and how we've liked this character so much and her performance of it. And then when she's called to do this, it was, I don't know. It was a little rough. I thought, yeah. Yeah. Especially when she's a, a, a child and then the next frame she's grown up again, that's got to hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this director was throwing in some flourishes and that cut of them running away with her as a little kid. The next scene with Sarah, the next scene she's like full grown Charlie. And, but they saw like it's when she kind of came around the tree, right? That that was meant yeah. to be like a, a kind of like Buster Keaton type uh old school movie trip. I didn't notice the tree. Okay, yeah. maybe that was me. Maybe I, yeah, I was yeah, writing yeah. my note. I it looked to me like it was just like, and now she's a, an adult yeah, again. I don't know. And a lot of this just just even for fans has to feel like oh, does, I, I guess this makes sense. Whatever. They, they were rally asking, as I said, they were asking a lot in this episode. Oh, I, I think it all, yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah, it all makes sense to so me. Much weird ass. Okay, and that then. Anyways, keep going. Keep going. And uh, so we get there. What the fate's plan is when she she says, "Without fate, the mortals are making a mess. We can restore order." So the fates are going to get the loom and uh, try to take over. You know, all the, the earth again and run everybody's lives. Mm-hmm. That's our big bad's plan. <laughs> You know, for for their uh, for their own good. So on the wave rider, uh, Sarah's pissed. You know, because uh, Gideon didn't tell her uh, uh, Constantine stole the jump ship, but she was on snooze still. Uh, so Sarah and Ava want to go after him, and this choice I didn't like either. Charlie's like suddenly like super like fuck Constantine. He made me a you know mortal. I don't know him. Fuck, fuck. I'm like, didn't we just already like get over that? Uh-huh. last season and haven't you guys kind of yeah made peace and yeah you know, weird so luckily mick portals in with a teddy bear missing the head mm-hmm. <laughs> parenting sucks apparently and uh ava volunteers for rory duty while sarah and charlie portal to the jump ship so i'm gonna let's just do all the the ava and mick stuff now okay and this was all pretty obvious um now we're going to work in a thing where we can get this dynamic and we can have one with this dynamic where it's Charlie and, and Sarah, mm-hmm. which we haven't really had before. And, uh, and Rory and Ava, mm-hmm. but you know, that's part of, part of that is writing to create new, you know, relationships with characters or develop characters, which makes sense and relationships between specific individual characters, but also that's a, that's a cheaper day on set when you don't have to pay. When you don't have to pay some of the top build talents for that day of shooting. Oh, like I don't know how the 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 pay scales of the all the sheets. main cast. Oh, oh the trip, the call uh, worked out, but but it's def. I mean, this is a show, and all the shows these are definitely uh, these are shows that have a limited budget and figure out how to make it work. Yeah, it, yeah. That's, I think that's Kevin Smith it. was just talking about this uh, in one of his podcasts I listened to yesterday because he's worked on a bunch and they were talking about this. And he's like, they, these guys know how to penny pinch a dollar. Uh, but I, I think my, this might be my favorite part of it because the Charlie Sarah relationship, where does it go? Eh, not far, no. you know, I think. But no. Ava, in, or even over the course of the, the rest of the season, 
because uh, Maisie's gone after this one. Really? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it comes, comes back to direct, but she's gone as an actress. Mm-hmm. Um, and her, 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 the, the episodes she directs are amongst the best. So yeah. that, that's super fun. Um, but I really enjoy the Ava and Mick relationship because they expand upon this throughout the rest of the series. Down to her whole... Like, I love how it's all started. Hated his fucking guts. He hated her. And now, like, she's the only one who calls him Mickey. That's her nickname for him. And there's uh, an affection between them that I enjoy watching as well. And uh, it it goes on and on throughout the rest of the series. But this this is, like, the kickoff of it, pretty much. Ever since they shared snickerdoodles and she read his porn. Yeah, and it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, his his best friend and uh, Captain's, uh, you know significant other they, they should be friends mm-hmm. or about uh, also, Lita, you know but yeah. someone who's like a cop and somebody who's a criminal yeah <laughs> that know, too that too the, the odd couple it's the original odd couple <laughs> and uh the, the big thing that brings them together as friends is lita throughout the rest of the series like she's an aunt becomes like an aunt to her as, as well as lita ford be. from the runaways yes <laughs> There's so much you don't remember. You remember that joke from like three, four a month ago. Yeah. And uh, he wants, and he's like, fuck it. I want to go home and uh, go back to, I'm sorry, the prom and uh, stop myself from hooking up with Allie. And Ava's like, no, you can't fucking do that. And she, she gets this uh, cockamamie idea that I don't mind because I enjoy it, especially with the, uh, the soundtrack, which I don't know. It might, is that the runaways? I don't know. I didn't I don't check. Know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they're going to travel through time and put him in all of her important life events. And she'll take pictures with a Polaroid camera. These people have a time machine. Yeah. And but it because it that looks better. Period. That looks better. Yeah, But also like it, it would work across time. This is something that would exist. You got to think. Oh, that's like true. Um, as they're doing this, I'm like, this is his fucking solution. Um, it's her if, solution. If this is what, if they, uh, well, whatever, this is their idea. This is so like come on oh that's good yeah yeah you were there for these one one second every you were there for about yeah it's a dumb fucking solution it's it's so stupid and that's why it fails and lita's like fuck you that was fucking stupid yeah yeah. that's that's if that had worked i would have thought that it was stupid why does ava think that something like that is going to be effective i don't know it's just uh because she's a clone and doesn't really know how any of this shit works She, she 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 don't know shit about fucking yeah. interacting with people. I mean, like, yeah, maybe this was the better of the of the uh, plots in this episode, but I still found it uh, imperfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like, I really, you know, I, I thought this was, key. you know, I'm a, yeah. uh, my, so my mix my favorite character, I know, I know. and I love the, the evolution here. Yeah. But so it's he's like, well, what do we do? Well, that's what she even said. She's like, you know, the, like what Rip did to me with memories uh, that he put in my head. And uh, he's like, well, the first 10 years of his, her life, he was in prison. And, uh, that's when she gets this idea. So they show up at Allie's in 2004 and she catches him. He's supposed to be in jail. And uh, he was like pretending to be a CO, offering visitation for helping out the cops. Yeah. And he kind of flips out and he tells that Allie's like, I brought your crib from the Victorian era. And uh, like a collection, collection. Yes. I just, I, I, I'm a sucker for Mick having a, a fucking giant uh, collection of shitty stolen from all over time. It, sure. that, that's super fun. Sure. And 
I mean, he could have. Uh, he could have <laughs> went just went and got it, it you know, just zip, zap and bring it over. Uh, now <laughs> jump a cat would have been a fun deleted scene. Just dumping a kid on the street. <laughs> yeah. Yo, we really some, need some to soften up Mick Rory. We yes. need to soften up Mick Rory. Yo, I mentioned Dom had that idea. He's like, I got an idea. It'd be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Please, sir. <laughs> Get out of here. Your punk car. <laughs> so, Ali says, you know, it's beautiful. And Mick says he bets Lita is too. And he gets to meet his daughter. And I don't know. I just, I love the, the extreme, like, Huey Lewis hip to be square shot of Mick's big fat face looking at the baby and falling in love with her right yeah. then and there. Got to be. I was like, that, that, I like that. It was good. I thought. It's just so buried in all of this. So there's, you know, even if, the, if there is something, yeah, you know, it's nice to see. We've talked about this, uh, this side of him. It's good. They're developing this. Part it's of like the character. next three it's buried, episodes. It's, it's just buried amongst all the other. Because yeah. uh, I, I thought this episode was a bit of a mess. And um, it, I like this one. I, think I, I, I don't hurt. think it's the best one. The best ones. I, I like the way it ended up flowing for me. I thought it was. Yeah. I mean, this was not super consequential. Mm-hmm. Uh but I, I I just found this one pleasant when I watched it back. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. that, that's, it was pleasant. And there's a lot that, as a fan, I liked. Okay. Uh, there was also a lot that, I mean, I loved making the jokes about the, the zombies uh, in Vancouver. But when that happened, I had to rewind. I was like, did they explain why they're fucking zombies here? They never do. Yeah. <laughs> Not once. That's why I was wondering if it was like some sort of weird uh, supernatural spinoff. I don't, you know what? Maybe there's some connection. Maybe there's some connection. But I really don't. Maybe there was, I don't know. There was a, an episode of Supernatural where they travel to a world where it is a TV show and magic ends up coming there. I know maybe it's a tie into that or something. I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> so, so, so they do the montage of moments. You know, he's reading her his pornography. He's drinking. That's great. And uh, I like the, the tooth fairy scene where he leaves her a whole giant fucking wad of bills. Um, playing soccer. Uh, I was a sucker for Halloween with her dressed as Captain Cold. That got me. You, you know me, man. I was like, oh, that's, that's my a, favorite. That's a cheap pop. That's a cheap pop from Johnny Hedge. Beth, that's though. a cheap pop for me. Yeah. Okay. Do you really work? Do you do you work for the cheap pop for the one guy in the audience who was like, yeah, baby? Yeah, they are looking for that. They do know that that that's all it takes for you, man. They know. They do. I'm. They must have known that I'm watching. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) Believe me, when you look at the fan base, there's someone at CW at that time. There's one dude who just loves Captain Cold out there. They do the volcano science project, which then even I was just like, oh, we do the volcano thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he he uh, makes her prom date shit his pants, which I guess was that it or pee? I don't know. One or the other. Oh, at first I thought he accidentally burns his pants with his flame gun, but he doesn't. He just runs away and she yells, Kirk, we can get you new pants. Uh-huh. And I just, my mind went to, I can shit his pants, right? Or maybe he had his prostate with the, the gun and he actually. <laughs> could have been. I mean, one way or it was prom night, one way or the other, she was going to tell him he, yeah. he he could get new pants. Yeah. 
Maybe you just had to clean the pipes. Not hurting them. So present day, uh, Mick and Ava show up in the scrapbook. Lita, again, fucking hates it. She's like, oh, this is a reminders of all the time you fucking bailed on me. And then he lies. He's like, well, I was in jail. And she's like, not since 2015 when you were a a supervillain in Central City and then became a time traveler, uh, asshole. So it was like, oof. And he walks away. She's like, yep, the Patton and Mick Rory fade. Fucking loser. Uh, Ava feels awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ava feels fucking awful. Uh, and th- then this becomes the weakest part of it for me. Uh, I and mean, that was weird there, though, when she says that, when she said that patented, uh, she's like, get the fuck out of here. And he starts to walk away. She's like, oh, there you go. Leave it again. <laughs> yeah. You just told me. You just told me to fucking get He's out of here. He's a simple man. I mean, come on. He should know <laughs> that you she wanted me to. He should know better. He should fucking know better. He's an idiot. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, so so yeah, this that, is when that, this that. is when Ava turns into an after school special and tells him, Well, you know, my idea was fucking dumb, but I think you know what you need to do. And he goes, Well, yeah, go back in time and kick myself in the nuts. Yes, yeah, the old yeah. back alley vasectomy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, they're just like packing this this throwaway line that could have if there had been a vibe that that welcomed these it wasn't on this episode for me like i was just mm-hmm. like i made me yeah, laugh because I, I knew you would like that like, like i knew you would love that like <laughs> and then certain things that that will pop out for you kind of thing and stuff but i don't think they meant that as a callback to the constantine scene i think that's purely no, 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 accidental no 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 no. i mean yeah no i, I think it's just uh, uh meant to be a you know off-color joke about him <laughs> preventing He's his, an idiot his boys from swimming yes yes but uh but again and, and i think in a in another more kind of complete and cohesive episode. I think that joke would have landed a little better. for me. All right. I dug it. Uh, what I didn't dug is he goes in to say he's sorry. And uh, Ava gives like one of those awkward, like after school special grins when they cut to commercial after, you know, they get to the, the proper conclusion and someone does the right thing. And it's so awkward. <laughs> I just, I paused it right at the right time. And it's like weird and crooked and awkward. And I was like, uh-huh. Hmm, okay. This is at the very end with these. At the two. very end, she like, yeah. goes to give that grin, like, yeah, Mick, you've done the right thing. And it's like, I, I like to, part of my, my, uh, my head. If you can hear the yeah. um, harmonica at the end of Perfect Strangers when they're talking about the lesson they learned. <laughs> I just saw a picture of the two of them today on, on Twitter, uh, what they both look like now. Mark Lynn Baker looks like Larry David and, uh, What's Bronson Pinchot looks like he's aged maybe 15 years. It's really? nuts. Yeah. Cool. I gotta see. So Sarah and uh, Charlie are in the woods of VC. Is this officially Vancouver or is this better? Uh... Ah, it could be North Vancouver. It could be anywhere. It's, there are parts of the probably. I expect you to recognize all woods in Vancouver, Lord, Travis. Lord. Yeah, that's like walk around the corner. That's why I said beautiful British. I really tried <laughs> to highlight it. That's for sure. I really did appreciate that. I loved, like, I remember watching the episodes of this show where it looks like they just, it's a set and they went and got a bunch of plants down from the Home Depot and set them around, you know, like, I like uh, the on-site locations and uh, yeah. the woods looked lovely until the zombies. Sure. And uh, Charlie uh, hid the ring. <laughs> For some reason, she hid the ring in a tree in Vancouver that, 
were they that, supposed to was that's it what i'm talking about like yeah. are we supposed to was there like what no is this, this, thing this here? none of this none this is what i'm talking about i was why did she hide it in a tree in vancouver and there's zombies there so was there a missing plot point that i hid it here because of all the fucking zombies here it's a magical place you know that no one can get this because it's full of fucking zombies. It's like a it's a nexus to another realm or some shit. Now she hit it in a tree in Vancouver, and just so happens there's fucking zombies. Yeah, uh, it's odd. Uh, it it fucking it's the biggest clang for this episode for me mm. because that little explanation I just came up with would have been dope. Would have been great. That's why you would have hit it in Vancouver. <laughs> Why? What was there any other reason? Is like, I can hide this anywhere in all time of space. I'm going uh, to hide it in a tree in Vancouver. Not that tree. That one. Oh, that one. Okay. <laughs> it's just so the what? What? Look, there's a little hole in it. It's perfect. <laughs> and uh, here's the reason: is because they find the supernatural car, and that's why the, the ring is in Vancouver. And uh, or no, Constantine finds it, yeah. and uh, that's when Sarah catches him. And uh says, well, you know, I told you, you told me not to come, but let's we're, since we're here, let's find it. I can handle the sister. And uh, Charlie starts hearing Atropos's voice in her head calling for her, and boom, the jump ship explodes. Atropos is there. Calms her down. Sarah goes, all right, we're going to need these and takes the prop weapons from the trunk right. uh, of her favorite show, by the way, that she gets on all that, too. She's like, yeah, she immediately breaks character to be like, pass. Yeah, yeah. Dean's my hall pass, and this is fucking dope. I love fucking Supernatural. It, it's kind of like it's like when um remember when the critic shows up on The Simpsons? What other <laughs> yeah. adventures are you going to get up to? It's like obvious uh, double promotion. It's uh-huh. my favorite. Oh no, show. it would have the exact, and it would be the exact same uh, answer if like, hey, you know, uh, maybe uh, you Supernatural guys could appear on Legends sometimes. Like, yeah, that that won't be happening. Yes, yes. <laughs> Hey, trust me. And this is not the first time a CW show has borrowed props from Supernatural. Yeah, I'm sure that happens. Oh yeah, all sure. the time. Seven. I mean, they make a joke in here uh, when they find the real dead crew of Supernatural. Yeah. And Sarah's like, "Who's gonna Who's gonna film season 15? Yeah, fifteen. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that was meant to be a joke or if it was like really like meant to be like I said like a tie-in to like oh yeah we are celebrating season 15 across the cw this this month it's supernatural well they didn't in any of the superhero shows except this so i don't think so So. supernatural crossed over with scooby fucking do there's a scooby yeah it's wild uh and one of the dudes uh, from that is on the boys uh this season as soldier boy and his knuckles yeah yeah, jason knuckles wow he's good yeah Yeah. he's good i worked with him oh yeah brief conversation yeah i was on set oh, come on man i did an episode of supernatural you know. oh that's right oh yeah you were the waiter yeah i didn't know that he deigned talking to you. i didn't know what how what kind of a guy he was yeah i talked about getting married my wedding was coming up at the time what did he say did he say you know run, run away man run away <laughs> there and get that tail <laughs> talk like uh soldier boy no no he talked like what's his name um 
because he, he used to be on didn't he come out of days of our lives there's, and there's that one guy on days of our john lives. black john black oh, okay this is not the that. first time john black's come up on the show i know pete, pete, pete loves when i bring up days of our lives too oh hey speak real quick speaking of days of our lives yeah uh no longer uh, as of september leaving uh, network it's crazy. leaving nbc crazy we streamed only on peacock which means I might have to fly back to New Jersey early to show my stepmother how to access Peacock again because <laughs> doing it over the phone is not going to work. Like a nightmare. Uh, I might have to send a friend. Your grandmother? My 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 stepmom. Oh, your stepmom. Okay. Oh yeah, I showed her how to do it last year, and I don't. I doubt she's used don't it since. Get back on that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. That's funny. The only TV show she gives a shit about. So on the ship, Zia is uh, hallucinating a cat. She said it's like Zari flash, uh, flash uh, Max. Follows yeah. it into a bee's pad. Uh, thinks she's losing it. And it's such a dumb joke, but Tala Ash's delivery of it just made me giggle a little. She's like, I haven't lost like this since I saw that two-pack hologram at like Coachella. And, and she uh, adds that extra thing. No, man, that was, that was terrible. That I made me laugh. It made that me fucking sucked. laugh. That's giving somewhat. That's thinking. Uh, ugh, ugh. That I don't know. So it seems forced. so absurd to me it that I thought it was so funny. Forced, man. Can I, I throw this in? Can yeah. I do this? Like, no, man. You've got to have some restraint on. And or if that was a director's idea, that felt so unrealistic. I liked her delivery dumb. of it. That's what I, I hated it. Saying. I hated mm-hmm. it. I thought it was just like like look. She has some good moments in this when she. You see that she's definitely playing two different types of herself. But she really she went back to the early version. Of this Zari, that's all. Every time she would be on scene with herself, just to amplify the, the difference, the contrast, yeah. and I didn't like that uh, that choice either. Somebody like it's got to have a show bible about where this character is supposed to be. Yeah. Well, the like show bible, I'll, I'll t- the show bible is next choice is yeah. I'm determined and a badass, you know using whatever skills i have to try to bring my brother back that's the there's no more i mean she's still the you know this zari yeah but she's not ditzy zari anymore she's like constantine you mother like at the end of this one she's like listen motherfucker i'm on you like blue that's the rest of the season pretty much yeah yeah that's and that's good i mean whatever i I just like like i said i thought um and we see OGG again. She's a great actress. She's a great actress. And, and, but uh, I thought, whoever's, who is this directing this, this one? Uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Mock is, is, was either, it Kevin Mock? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Given the actors too much freedom or just not uh, raining, raining in the whole situation enough here. And just some weird, including some weird uh, little throwaways like that. Anyways really stuck out to me that stuck out like a sore thumb i was like, Fuck like to me it was like it was one second thing that made me giggle a little and i didn't yeah, think about it yeah. uh b goes hey come on let's play some video games you know that you can release some stress and of course she flashes uh ogz and kicks his ass at mortal combat that she doesn't or know how to play a reasonable facsimile or reasonable facsimile mm-hmm. <laughs> and and she kind of figures out what's going on. You know, she's being haunted by she's got these images about the donuts and this fucking video games, you know, and uh, all that's missing is, you know, wait a minute, didn't Nate like tell me something about uh, this earlier that never happened and I should have known about this, uh, which clangs too. She's like, in that first scene, he's talking about 
you know, I already mentioned that. So, yep. uh, but she hits the totem and it suddenly fucking works. And uh, then though, then we're on the ship there and Bayrod figures is figuring it out and, and, and has it all on the clear board. The clear board's back. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the clear board in a long time. I missed the clear board. Always adds a level of oh, this is serious. And this, this you can tell this makes sense because there's lines, oh, different colored lines. It's the only place I've ever seen clear boards is on these shows, and I fucking oh, yeah. love it. Hmm. And uh, they figure out what happened in Hayworld, and they're all kind of marking out for you know who this OG Zarya could be. And uh, they figure they were Bayrod and her were a team, and uh, and uh, they're all just making uh, Zarya feel kind of shitty about who she is. And uh, then uh, Zari's uh, talking to a donut for some reason. And uh, uh, B comes in. They start talking about uh, sharing the spotlight. Sore subject for him being the younger brother. And, uh, and she's like, sounds like you guys liked her more than me. And I just liked him. It's like He says, of course I like you more than her. I, I, they just needed to add, I've never met her. You're my mm-hmm. sister. Why mm-hmm. would you assume that I like this person I've never met more than you? But okay. Right. Uh, but he does say, and eh, Nate's just a sucker for doomed romances. That's true. That that mm-hmm. that very true on the show. And they they run that joke uh, into the ground a little bit before they finally resolve that. Because this is uh, B's uh, favorite Z, and uh, hopefully you're not ta- taking a few Z's. Wow, what a fuck uh, terrible transition. We'll be right back. Jesus, <laughs> that sucked. Robo assistant ready. Well, now that we're married, we need help merging our finances. Choose from these options. Investing, insurance, retirement planning, college funding. I have so many questions. Here is a link to our FAQ page. Was this information helpful? Go with no. Sometimes humans are just more helpful. I'm sure you have questions. Farm Bureau Financial Services. Insurance, financial planning, all in one place. Please rate my service. Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to this episode, uh, Travis, what else we got going on? Well, we got all sorts of things going on, but we'll start here with this podcast, uh, this podcast network, the Palm Podcast Network. It's that time of year again. We are raising funds uh, to to stay in operation. It's not much. Like I think we I think we need 125 bones, and we already got like a another a sweet donation from our like huge fan. And I think it was 175, and we and we already got. Yeah, or we chopped it down significantly pretty quickly there. Um, but always like Sean Emily is the Sean best. Sean Emily, the best. He's yeah, he's one he's of the greats. Fan of our he's other one of the greats. We've got to have him on uh, Titans one of these times. Um, uh, anyways, uh, but yeah, uh, if you can uh, help us out, was this for a place for the annual uh, uh, dues? It's at Kelly dot n at uvic dot ca. I believe it is the uh, PayPal. Uh, and uh, yeah, that'll keep the other uh, shows going. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll include it. Uh, uh, other than that, yeah, always all sorts of those great shows there uh, on that network. And aside from that, oh man, our show, Mystery Titans Theater, which is on Twitch, usually every other Saturday, live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Jarvis Washing Machine. But we're going to be uh, last week, last time it was a Friday with our buddy James and the Frightful Four, where we watch old uh wrestling and uh talk over top of it you don't have to be a wrestling fan but if you are that's great too because it's a really good time we have a blast it's really funny we get people to join us in the chat because it's live on twitch and we're going to be back live again 
uh, this Friday again. So it's two Fridays in a row. This will be uh, Friday, uh, August 12th, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash Jarvis Wash Machine. We're going to be joined by Peter Winson from the other uh, great uh, podcast called Greetings from Allentown. Another guy I got to meet in person when we went to Texas. It's great to finally do this with him. Kelly's put together a great playlist for that. Um, so that's going to be great because because we just hit affiliate status on on Twitch, baby, because I've been streaming as well. I, I like every night lately, I'll, I'll just do another hour, hour and a half of playing old video games through my Game Boy. It's tons of fun. That's the real reason there has been a month since this show, right? Yeah. Video fucking <laughs> games. I've just been up Great. streaming all the you time. Your kids in your like, goddamn video games ruining um, them a fucking podcast. So you should podcast. come check that out if you're into that. If you want to see me play old, if there's old games that you want to see, you should you should uh, lead me through a game, uh, a Star Trek game or something to help. There, me I, there, some there's of them no old Star Trek. Yeah, there, like, there, we could do Pitfall for like six hours and just <laughs> yeah, watch Pitfall. Um, but that's great because, because that means we've opened up, I've started to make emotes, but some of them I'm still waiting on approval, but I can, I can tell you right now, Johnny, I can confirm uh-huh. we have a, a Tony Gurria emoji already. Okay. It's ready for our, okay. for our viewers to use. So that's pretty exciting among others. He would have made that emoji movie a hit is all I'm yes. saying. <laughs> the emote. Yep. Yep. Hey, what's this say? So, um, yeah, that's mystery tight. And if you can't join us live, then we put it up on uh, YouTube. The old shows are all there and archived youtube.com slash C slash Jarvis washing machine. That's the, the stuff online and virtual, but I, I, I think I'm going to start playing the ads. If you didn't hear it, I think that that's going to be our, our drop in the middle here. Now is going to be an ad for uh, my local show that I was just uh, talking about. I'm, I'm part of a, I'm part owner of a wrestling company right now. Boom pro wrestling. We've gone public uh there's, we're we're selling tickets like crazy uh, real ad see you, you better explain that this is an actual ad uh actual yeah yeah i mean I'll, I'll not that your that. ads weren't actual ads but you know <laughs> yeah i'll include it in in uh yeah in here telling people september 17th there's if you're in the vancouver area we still have uh, a few tickets left but they are going fast uh and that's uh yeah just over a month and a bit uh, I can't believe it's happening. That's what Max, just uh, our mutual friend and uh, the main uh, creative force behind this. Uh, just uh, this is really happening. Can you believe it? Like what the fuck, man? In all yeah. caps. So we're pretty jazzed. It, I mean, dude, you, we, this you, this must have been going on for a long time before you chose to tell me that you were investing yeah. in a wrestling. Well, it was talking like show. we didn't know that the, that uh, that that the full like we've got a ring coming in and everything. It's all happening. Like you didn't tell me like, hey, dude, I'm, we're buying a ring. We're gonna yeah. start something. You 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 kept that undercover from me. Yeah, yeah, well, I had to make sure it was all a reality. And once it was happening, it was happening. Hey, I'm from uh, Kentucky. I know all, all about that Kentucky so, steel. Yeah, yeah. So we're pretty jazzed about that. Uh, and, you know, Johnny's going to make his actual trip to uh, for the show in yes, October. Yes, I am. For the I Want Candy show. So if you guys are around for that as well, October 29th, that weekend, uh, that's going to be a party as well. So that's Boom Pro Wrestling. Go look at boomprowrestling.com for more information. And also... Uh, if you're a fan of this show uh, and uh, you get it uh, through the links I put out there on uh, on Twitter and social media, uh, go to Apple Podcasts and just subscribe. The easiest way is just subscribe to the Pwom Podcast Network. It's, uh, and uh, that's where you can just get the whole archive of uh, these shows. Leave us a five-star review. Like I'd like to see one before I die. So you know, <laughs> make that happen, okay? Yeah. Now's the time on the show we would like to check in with everyone's favorite immortal despot, Vandal Savage, and see what he's drinking tonight. It's time for Savage Brew. Oh, oh, Johan. Mm. Oh, it's chicken. I, I, well, I, look, I'm not here to, to really uh, highlight anything anybody's not heard about before. I'll tell you about, because it was a deal. You know, sometimes they, 
you know, they fuck up here in hell at the liquor stores here. There's a six-pack of, I'm sure you've heard of this, Lagunitas IPA. I discovered it on a trip to California once. It's boozy, and, uh, you know, it, it gets the job done. But hey, I was certain they mispriced the thing, so I stocked up on this thing. I was pounding them back, and, uh, oh, Maddie, uh, not too thrilled with me coming to bed that night. So I'll tell you this about Lagunitas. It'll get you fucking pissed, and they taste good. They go, they're good going down, but you fucking reek like a brewery. That's a night on the couch for old Vandal there. Jeepers creepers. Um, so that's uh, that's the sell today. I think even for you, like I said, this is like a real bro brew generally mm -hmm. for those IPAs. It gets that, like I said, I normally I wouldn't. Like, I I thought they were missing a one when I bought this six pack. It'll get you fucking hammered. It does that. <laughs> And uh, even for, for something for the easy on the bros and easy on the, the whatevers, even for someone like you and your pathetic pussy taste buds far too sophisticated, I gotta go fuck my girl. Goodbye! <laughs> I am DB Curious. First up, it's been a while. We've got a goof. Oh, ho, ho, ho. hello. Hey, you sound great. I'm feeling great. Good. I'm oh. good. I'm glad to hear that. I didn't think you were going to make it. Well, no, I mean, uh, neither did I, but I found the goodness of the Lord and him here to tuck you. Okay, beat it. Get out of here, Goofy. <laughs> Sorry, man. He had a, he, he all of a sudden, he had like a PowerPoint and a bunch of other bullshit that he was about to try to. He had a, he had a near-death experience. I get yeah, it. Yeah, but I, I don't it. have, like, dude, this was about to get into. No, no, no. Maybe some other time. Okay? I, like, I'm not. Tell, tell him we'll put it on the Patreon. I yeah. know there's no Patreon. Yeah. No, no get out of here. Like, he was getting, it's something snapped there, actually. Like, it looked like he had cleaned himself up, but I, I. If you send him back down the, 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 the wrong road. Like, dude, I like whatever this was, he was trying to convince us on. It didn't look like it was on the level. I'll be oh, I did. I, I, I got your back. Okay. A caption at the start of the episode says London, 1977. The very next sequence is set at a punk club outside are several posters stuck to a wall. One is ripped off, which has the date at the top saying Thursday, July uh, 3rd. July 3rd in 1977 was a Sunday. Uh, I hope I really hope somebody got fucking fired for that. <laughs> that is that's good. That's good work. Good work. Who's this guy? Uh, the, there's no names oh, on the don't goose. Give names on the goose. Yeah, these heroes. These heroes are anonymous. Hats off, man. Well, only zero of two found that interesting. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Do I do this? Yeah, let's do this. <sighs> let's see how long I'll stick with this. It is sure, Mortal yeah. Kombat. It is Mortal Kombat 11. I was wrong. I thought it was just like kind of... It really like, was Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, Mortal Kombat 11. I don't play any of the Mortal Kombat. Are they allowed to use that? I, I thought... you know, yeah, so I went with They them. must add some sort of something. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to take a sip here. Uh, I'm going to bring back my father's auctioneering skills that I inherited because that sort of shit's genetic. Oh, hold on. 
Somewhat, I would, I would, I would use a certain voice, Travis, because I think maybe this was anonymously a certain person. If you know, catch my drift. Sure. You know that we miss so much. Right. But probably not. No. There are a few possibilities as to how Sarah survived against Atropos. One, as Clotho is the one who weaves the third of life, perhaps she has somehow managed to protect some of those closest to her by doing so without the aid of the loom. This one seems the most far-fetched, since the other fates ought to be able to sense that if it were true. Two, Sarah's proximity to the Spear of Destiny, which rewrote reality in basically the same way as the loom back during the season two finale, might also play a role. She had to essentially merge with the Spear in order to effectively wield it, especially with a powerful mystic like Damien Dark opposing her. So it's possible that there's some kind of carryover there, although if that weren't the case, it would have been odd for the Monitor not to notice it and use it to the hero's advantage during the recent crisis, which leads to... Three, the crisis itself. Not only was Sarah one of the paragons, we'll come back to that in a minute, but she was there at the moment the universe was reborn, hovering over Oliver Queen as he expended the last of the Spectre's powers and died. That he used so much of his final energies putting right things that had gone wrong during Arrow's run suggests it's distinctly possible he did something to give Sarah an edge going forward. Not only was Sarah one of the paragons, one could argue that given the cosmic importance of those beings, the universe may have preserved them for a reason. But she was specifically the paragon of destiny. Destiny and fate seem pretty intertwined, and so it seems entirely plausible that Sarah's status as the paragon of destiny makes her uniquely hard to kill for the fates. For, finally... It could simply be that Atropos, who cuts the third of human lives, determining each person's lifespan and method of death, has no effect on Sarah because Sarah's already experienced her allotted life and death prior to her resurrection via Lazarus Pit, and is now thus living beyond the extent of her thread. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> I understand all of that. That's how sure. fucking crazy I am, but okay. I understand yeah. every fucking word of, of that of course of course yeah, i, I kind of did too but uh like I, yeah, maybe he's right maybe he's wrong how many people care johnny 18 to 21 found that interesting there you go yeah can't say it wasn't interesting viewer reviews eight out of ten good episode better than the flashes at least mm. hey, um i always love it when i find the people who log logged on to imdb that week and did all the shows <laughs> This is from C. Francisco Cordozo. One thing I'm not sure. The title of the episode, Zari Not Zari. Is this a reference to Gintama, the best TV show ever made? It wouldn't be possible, would it? The saying goes, Zuru, Janai, Katsura Da, Katsura Not Zura. I'll check in the wiki. This I don't understand at all. This not making any sense. The episode's title is a play on the phrase "sorry, not sorry." Sorry, not sorry. I know, but from what? What the hell were they talking about? Hold on. It also references the fact that Zari never met the legends and vice versa due to a dramatic timeline change. Thus, a new version and history of Zari now exists, unlike the one from the, the original timeline. That clears things up. This is my first and last review. <laughs> Weird. I looked it up. It's it's an it's an uh, it might be an anime, but it's oh, definitely a manga. Okay, okay, I see, I see. Uh, really inside. No, the I love that I love that C. Francis here yeah. was typing this up and said, "Hold on a second, I'll be right back." Yeah. 
instead of just hanging on that hang on to that backspace button like most of us would do she still (laughs) followed it through to the end yeah i know and you know and felt bad about it this is my first and last review this might be one of my favorites of all time travis this is insane nine out of 25 found it helpful though (laughs) so in the woods constantine uh charlie and sarah are on the run and Atropos is telling Charlie in her head that she's going to kill her friends if she don't come to her. Uh, so she does. And they argue about free will. And <laughs> they're trying to argue the good things that ma- mankind has done. And Charlie names a few things like you know punk rock. And, of course, Atropos counters with all the bad things. All the bad things and, and nails it. The cherry on top. Systematic incarceration. I was like, all right. I agree. But... <laughs> It seemed like someone shoehorned that one in uh, when uh-huh. they're doing like the big list. I'm like, right, 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 right. She ain't wrong, but I'm like, oh, didn't, it's not one you hear all the time. Good on them, I all guess. Right. Okay. She tells Charlie, you know, hey, we wouldn't have let them lock you up in hell. And she suddenly turns into a little kid, which makes sense. You're like, this is what you looked like when we found you, maybe, okay. or That's something. What that was? Yeah. I, I don't, it's left up to your imagination because their true form is whatever, but. Mm-hmm you know they're gods mm-hmm. but and sarah arrives and literally says pick on someone your own size right <laughs> and they fight and uh she's getting her ass kicked and uh, i with all the director you know flourishes this one i did enjoy where sarah and atropos are fighting and constantine uh is looking for the the ingredients for a spell and they're fighting over him while he's like crawling under her legs and the camera shot goes up. And I, I really like that. But apparently I didn't know this also. I'm so glad to know that if I'm in the woods up uh, in Vancouver, for some reason, if you drive me out to the woods for some fucking reason, when I come oh, up there, put that, a bullet in the back here. <laughs> well, apparently uh, the, 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 as we, the, 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 oh, the, oh, yo, we'll take a drive. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. The, uh, uh, the forests uh, of Vancouver are, as Costing calls them, an apothecary. He finds hemlock and toadstool and uh, casts right. a spell. He brings himself so back to life too, with it. When he's like crawling around while they're fighting. And I like that. I like no, that. Come on, man. I liked, I liked the way it was shot. I like yeah. the way. I like the stunt work in it. I like the way it was Whatever. shot. Whatever. Uh, and all he needs when he's trying to get uh, to cast a spell is blood just as Sarah gets punched in the face and blood hits his hand. I liked the whole thing. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so Char- uh, uh, Sarah saves little Charlie and uh, Constantine gets the hellfire hands. And uh, uh, Sarah and adult Charlie, like we mentioned, uh, are arguing. She's like, yeah, John must be dead. And he pops up. He goes, nope, not dead. And, you, and then we cut immediately to the real Constantine stabbed on the ground. Okay, but, is- but here's what, like, at that point, I didn't get, mm-hmm. like, uh, it's going to be a while before the the see the the fake me pops up and starts uh, she realizes the that it's not me kind of thing so i was waiting for that they planted that seed so i'm like okay so we're looking at the fake version of him and it's going to like yeah, disappear it's... here in a second but it doesn't no it she just, falls into the ring it was kind of clunky but i guess okay so i guess that means that this is not him but it, when you first cut to it I don't know. I think they wanted it to be like a real, like, no, he really is dead. Right. I think that's what that cut was supposed to mean. Mm, no, you just, but it, you but see it comes off on like, the ground. what are we, what are we? So is this the fake one? Is yeah, this, this is the fake us? one. This is yeah. the fake one that's lying on the ground here. That, 
No, you know, but it's just, not. But it's, it's not. not. The, the, That's what they suggest, right? Like it's like it's only going to be a second before the fake version of me who's been lying. Yeah, on she's the, lying. Yeah, she's disguised yeah. as Constantine and lying right. to them. But we don't know that at the time. So when it cuts to the dead body, there. Why I'm would the dead body it, be? I'm I'm expecting to what they just told me is going to happen is going to happen, and it doesn't happen. Well, you thought so you were going to see like, a oh, tropos okay. laying there dead? What are you no, talking about? No, I thought that either like because like, he's saying that like I've cast some spell where she thinks I'm dead. There, she thinks she's seeing a dead body of Constantine right there. But we got to get going before that dead body disappears or whatever spell i've got oh i didn't think he said that we cut to the dead body and i'm like okay so he didn't say that he just he no he didn't say that he just said he'd like pulled some trick or some shit he didn't no he said something about well she's gonna realize that i'm not dead on the ground anymore oh dead on the ground and and then we see him dead on the ground so that's why i was like kind of okay so is this i see you're confused the trick that he's left behind here um i see the i see the i see the confusion i immediately goes oh no that's the real constantine and that's that and tropos because she's a fucking shapeshifter yeah you can tell by the way that he's walking like that he's somebody else from that point on too so he makes a he makes a that's that's matt ryan matt ryan is is, no matter what's going on on the quality level of how either of us feel about that matt rebel matt ryan always brings it by the way he's getting more constantine work they replaced him for a second doing voice shit and people were like nope and he's getting more voice shit for as long on as what? that lasts. Apparently, on what? On what? I mean, Constantine on cartoon or some shit oh, or cool. video games or him. God, I don't know. Good for him. I like that. He, so he must have a pretty devoted fan base. Oh yeah, he's the voice of John Constantine. He did a. Mm-hmm. They replaced him in one of these things and doing a voice thing, or they were thinking about it, and then, and people were like, "No, you can't, you can't fucking do that." And that's mm-hmm. he's the he's like Kevin Conroy and Batman. At that's this what point. I was just gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I, thought I was gonna make that comparison. Cool. Yeah. Good for him. And uh, so back in the woods, uh, Sarah's talking to Charlie about family and shit. And uh, he's like, oh, thanks, boss. Gives her a pep talk. And they find the supernatural crew all dead. Like I said, Charlie hid the ring in a spooky tree. Uh, We got Ava arriving back on the wave rider, finding Z about to fucking trip because she dropped fucking aola root. I'd like that they brought that back. Like the, oh, Amaya left some aola root from the season three. That's fun. Yeah, and I uh, could just keep. Uh, couldn't uh, Gideon just keep making fresh aioli root? I guess she could. Why not? I guess she could. That's their drug of choice. I'd like to think of Maya left some behind. And uh, Z wants to help a frustrated Ava, but she starts tripping, which leads to one of the craziest lines ever on a TV show on the CW that is marketed towards young kids. Um, Vera going, "Hey, that's the fun of drugs. Can't untake them." Can't not yet. Yeah. Thought that was interesting. Okay. Yeah, it stood out. And she says, "I surrender," which is another callback. That was the song she sang in the the Bollywood thing. You know, again, just for the deep fans, the deep state of this show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hey, I like that shit. I like it in all my shit. I, I like I like it when you give me shit for me, and I I dig it. I, I always do. Giving you those cheap pops, man. Yeah, I did, you know what? Good. Yeah. yeah there's those cheap pops. You know, Hulk Hogan made a lot of money on cheap yeah, fucking it's true, pops, it's motherfucker. True, it's true. Let me let me tell you something, brother. Or uh, uh, what's his boy? Um, uh, Mick Foley. Mick Foley's yeah, my fucking Foley. hero. Of cheap course. pops. Mick Foley. Yeah. He he could have been on this show. Yeah. Oh, God. Right I'm a legend. He appears like, in the. I'm part uh, Wolfie. Like I like he could be like I didn't I didn't fully evolve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a, it's got to be mankind though, or dude yeah, love, exactly. dude love would fit in perfectly. 
Dude, love annoying fucking Mick until they end up being friends because they both kick ass. I mean, come on, it writes itself. So she uh, Zari appears in the totem, and we see OG Zari. And this was kind of a big deal at the time because we weren't quite sure we were going to see the character again. And watching in real time, we didn't know if they were ever going to actually bring her back. And so this was sort of like, wow, they're doing it. And then they continue to do it. Uh, She switches back and forth over the next few seasons. Like, well, I'm going to spend some time in the totem and you can come out now. And then this one could come out now. That's why Zari can, uh, and Nate can be a couple, you know, they figure it all out. So she's not stuck playing one character, hmm. <laughs> which is great. Cause it gives, you, it gives you a break from each, you know, they, they time it really well, you know, and you know, well, when we need this one, we can do this. And when we need this one, we can do that. And uh, they're talking, and when the OG hears that Bayrod's alive, she's breaking down. I like, I like, you know, the, the whole acting with yourself thing is always hit or miss. I, I, I kind of thought this was good. I thought it looked good. You know, I didn't see the scenes. Right for you know? for what? Sorry, what were you talking about? No, we're in the totem when they're d- d- Tala Ash is having the scene with herself. You know, right. yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. They've done this a thousand times. I, I told you, I just didn't like how she went a little extra. To, to really kind of amplify the the difference between the two. Um, I just versions. like, I really, I, I enjoyed seeing her play the original version again. It'd been a while. I was like, oh, that's fun. And she, mm-hmm. and she gets to find out what happened. Apparently she's been in there and right. didn't know what happened. Yeah. And this is when she finds out the Bayrod's alive. I liked her reactions of finding out the Bayrod's alive and, and that she, it, it all worked and her parents are alive and, that she doesn't give a fuck. And she's like, oh, you must be disappointed in me. She's like, my family's alive. I'm, I'm fucking fine. Yeah, you seem okay. Yeah. And uh, back to the flame swamps of Vancouver. <laughs> and uh, Charlie gets the fucking ring. And uh, immediately Atropos turns uh, into herself and double knifes her uh, into the tree through the shoulders. And uh, right. I rewound this shot like three times. It looked good. Because it had to be CGI, right? I mean, that's why is she? Why is Atropos having to resort to this when she can just kill anybody she wants by showing her true form anytime she wants? Because she needs Charlie to show her where the ring is. Yeah, yeah, I know. But she's like, sometimes she kills people this way, and sometimes she does the the face melt. Because as she mentions, Charlie mentions that uh, maybe in the next episode. No, she mentions earlier. She's like, she enjoys killing, yeah, and okay. she didn't want to kill Charlie. She wanted yeah, to punish that, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. But I was just thinking that at this time. I'm like, if she's, if this thing is like sure death, then she's shocked that someone, why aren't you just walking into that? Why does Galactus put up with Reed Richards bullshit? Come on, man. You got to fucking make a jump every now and then with okay. these fucking comic books. Right. Okay. A lot of jumps this episode, pal. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Dude, it a takes a lot after out of her. After a while, yeah, I get tired, man. I got to sit down. <laughs> Too many jumps. She could throw knives. She could cut. She could throw knives. She could cut. Fucking. She could kill in a lot of ways. Yeah, she yeah. loves to kill. That's her whole. This character is. Her she only... looks pretty good too. She looks pretty good, and she looks kind of scary. Again, it just really reminded me of a, a Buffy esque, um, kind of bad and like the kind of bone. And she's emotionless too. Like I looked yeah. at her up. She's done a ton of shit, yeah. and this character is purposely played emotionless. And the the other sister is the one who uh, runs the show. Right. She's a completely emotionless killer character, which would be a terrible big bad if you didn't have someone with personality, mm-hmm. you know, and a sexy, sexy, uh, short hair. Really good presence, right? She's got a presence. Yeah. And uh, so she gets the loom. Uh, Trovos does. And uh, oh, Sarah, uh, not before Sarah attacks and uh, gets the. Fl- oh, yeah, she does do the thing. She does it to Sarah here. She turns the flame power on. 
mm-hmm. and blast Sarah, and we think Sarah's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, she it does it to her. Really she doesn't funny. do it to she doesn't do it to her sister. She does it to Sarah. And uh, Nate's in the woods looking for the team. Uh, suddenly, uh, one of these fucking zombies is about to get Charlie, and Sarah saves her because she is alive for all of the many reasons I just read uh, previously. Uh, they never, ever, ever nail it as to why it's just Sarah Lance. I just said she's a paragon, right? It's a paragon thing. That's that's what I jumped to. That was my immediately, opinion. immediately. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, I wanted there to be like, yeah, you've developed this new kind of cosmic bullshit. Whatever. But then this leads to well, this leads to a superpower we'll get for the rest of the season eventually. So, and uh, they're warning Bayrod to get off the fucking ship, and uh, and uh, they find Constantine who uh, is not dead because again the forest is a natural apothecary. So uh, these the forests of Vancouver, I didn't know how they were full of like just wonder drugs. Yeah, Travis, yeah. no wonder you no wonder you live there. Well, uh, that also, you, it, that's why we have like a huge uh, like coven population. <gasps> hmm. I mean, it sounds like I mean it's free, right? Yeah. The the natural apothecary yeah, of the yeah, the. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Those covens sound okay to me. Out here. Yeah, that's how that's how your yeah. goddamn free healthcare works up there. Yeah, you got to go exactly. out into the forest and gather your it's own scavenge. It's a hunter gatherer society. <laughs> <laughs> so. Bayrod's trying to wake up Zari and uh, Atrophis gets him and uh, uh, she gets the rings and uh, he's trying to be a badass. She's like, uh, I'll, she, I can sense that that's your sister. I'm taking these rings. Whether she lives or dies is up to you. And I, uh, he thinks he's, he doesn't have his totem. Can't use his totem because it's on his sister. And he grabs the hell sword and that shit don't work on her. Uh, it doesn't even get a chance, and uh, she realizes that he's not from this timeline. You're you don't belong here again. Cuts his fucking thread dead again. Like I said, at the time, I thought he was dead for good. And because when they bring him back, I remember being like, Oh, fuck really? You know, it 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 surprised me, you know. Yeah. But uh, that just comes mm-hmm. with being the first time you watch it, okay? Like, yeah, as I said, for me and with this show where they had already teased two character deaths to, to yeah. kill another character. Right. But those like, are characters I, that you know aren't going to die. Yeah. Yeah. But within this, as I said, within this show, it doesn't, it just means less, man. It's just, like, oh, it's the same well, thing. A rise, a rise of Skywalker. They tease. Well, that's like, the, okay. I'll go to the comic book argument. The com- Ever since Jean Grey was brought back from the dead. I mean, the, the comic book rule used to be, there's only three people who never come back. Uncle Ben, Bucky and Gwen Stacy. And Bucky came back and, when Stacy's been a clone, Uncle Ben's the only one left. I mean, it's yeah, that's a that's an example of shitty comic book writing, and that's a reason that's why it's all comic, comic book writing, writing now, yeah, though, and that's know? and that's it's still shitty. It's not good, and it's not within mm. an individual thing. If you establish this, that character's dead. No, he's not really dead. Another character's dead. Maybe she is. No, she's not really dead. Here's another character's dead, and it's like then like why should I? Why should I believe you? Why should I believe you? Right? It's just you can't. Uh, uh, for me, I'm like, there's not a not a like, chance that this guy was dead. That's what I felt at the end. Okay, well, how much of that was because you know that because Nothing. he's on the show? No, no, still, no. It's be, or... it, to me, it's because they teased killing off two characters earlier. Right, but that's and, Sarah and they didn't Lance die at all. It was they Sarah Lance and who? Sarah Lance and, and who? And Constantine. 
Well, you, they're the leads of the show. You yeah, know they're yeah, not going to yeah, die. So is Bayrod. So is Bayrod. Bayrod. You no, know, he's not. Bayrod was a special guest. He's been a main character this whole season. That's I thought. I thought they did it on purpose. I thought yeah. they introduced this character to die. I, I don't know. Because they've had they've had legit deaths on this show that meant something. They've had a and, few, and and, yeah. and this one did not mean anything. It okay. didn't mean anything I just, because I because saying, the other I, two didn't mean anything earlier in the episode. Okay. Well, episode, I would, they, they established uh, uh, in this episode, in this 48 minutes or however long it's 44 minutes, they established that death is is nothing. <laughs> death means nothing. I uh, thought they were. I thought the way I took it was. And that um, whole thing, uh, the way that they killed him is like a whole new thing too. what are they pulling out his umbilical cord there no, the that's the that? thread they're the fates they cut yeah. she cuts the threads that's Great. how okay, she had we seen anyone do that before no I this is know. the first time that's yeah. the whole point so, the whole yeah, point is this the first time we get to see that i don't know uh, we also is that the first time we saw that weird ass black thing written on constantine's neck that kept him alive it's just it's just that's yeah no that's the apo- you know hold on that's the magic uh, shit he found on the fucking i know, uh, I know. But who's to say our boy can't just? Oh, luckily I had taken these drugs beforehand, which because I love drugs and they, these drugs kept me alive it in the have. afterworld. Yes. Might, the way I looked at it with I, like, I thought there was going, you're, zero not kill, you're not going to kill. You're not going to kill. You're not going to get three potential deaths. Okay, two of which are the leads of the show. One is the character who they just introduced this season, who's not supposed to be there. And my first thought was, we are not going to have him and Zari. He's going to die. And that's the point. And when they bring him back and the way they bring him back, I was taken by, and a lot of people were taken by surprise. They never listed him as main cast. He was mm-hmm. always special guest. Yeah. And yeah, I don't, like, I'm just talking about within the, the writing of this 44 minutes, but they, they made death mean nothing. Death means nothing in this episode. Two people are supposed to be dead and they're fine. Another person dies at the end. Why should I believe that he's not going to be? Well, it's a stabbing, man. It's not a sporting. People, <laughs> it's a stabbing. We've seen some people no, stabbed sorry, on man. this show left sorry, and man. right. Within this, they, and they they ask for different. They ask different things of your audience. They want you to have fun with an episode. They want you to be a little more laid back, or they want one to be more serious. And this is one where they wanted, where it felt like the message was: death means nothing. Death don't mean shit. In fact, that's kind of been a bit of a theme. This this like it looked like. It was what's his face uh, was supposed to be terminal, but now he's going to be fine. And then he had another near death experience. Well, oh, hold, well, no, 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 hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on one second, hold on one second. That that was a tr- that was a tribute, them doing a, the take on the legendary Constantine comic book, uh, uh, where the issue is called Deadly Habits, where Constantine is dying of lung cancer, makes a cool. deal. With say it's a wonderful fucking story. That's, cool. that's great. That's, that's what fine, they were doing there. Fine. So that's cool. that's different. Cool. But 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 they've also set a precedent this season. But I I don't I'm not going to buy that any character is dead this season. To be honest with you, if anyone dies, maybe maybe that'll bite me in the ass at some point. But at this point, I don't think if anyone. Oh, you're dead. Sure, you're dead. No, you're not. No one's dead. <laughs> that's my. Oh, I'm the, looking. I'm, saying, I'm looking ahead. Right I'm looking ahead in my mind for the re- the but when rest I, and of when the I show, look back and like, no one's I dead. know no. that I know that Rip died and that was like legit and or. Or like when people have these like legit like real deaths, or Captain Cold, for instance, like that was real. I know mm-hmm. they brought him back in weird, goofy ways and stuff, but it it felt like it meant something. Now I I don't feel like a death is going to mean anything. Or at least well, as all, they settle um, as they settle into it being a permanent cast, and by the end of this season, it yeah. minus McRory who does not die, yeah. a permanent cast. Nope. Well. Okay, nobody does die, but yeah. there's also no 
yeah. oh my god they're dead okay good <laughs> good because that because this one killed it for me like the idea that one one of these yeah, there's no team at this point die. they've they've settled on their main cast and that's a good idea and people and nobody dies well sarah that's... lance has the whole like of course mm -hmm. she's the good the girl the woman who cannot die mm -hmm. but that's uh fine. that's fine you know, if that's just a different gimmick, ways that's to do fine. That. but i just don't as i said for this episode like this created the idea and this season in general well, I'll, well hold nobody's, on. This, nobody's dying nobody's dying anytime before soon. we before we wrap this up though this death meant a lot to the director and tala ash because they do that scene where, she, where she's mourning and screaming and i thought she did a really good job uh when she finds bayrod's body mm -hmm. and they do that choice of suddenly everyone around her is slowly disappearing disappears so it's like is this like is this fucking up the timeline no 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 this, no, like, no, no. Is this that, is, is this, this is the this is the author's bigger problems no no that's no. what i thought okay i can see where you'd go there given this show no this is the 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 director's touch of in her sadness nobody's there it's just her and her dead brother and they're just gone and i'm like so nothing okay. happened to those other no no that, that that was purely an artistic choice by the director to show how zari was feeling that, seriously that, yeah that's what that i was. thought it was just her and constantine left at the end we've got a, i'm still no no no, no. <laughs> you thought you thought it warped everyone out of existence i thought it was like back to the future some bullshit there like so this is leading to no. problems. <laughs> seriously bad on this episode that's totally you think that's a leap you know what i mean i don't think it's a leap no no yeah. i don't think it's a leap but it's hilarious to me yeah that's just that's very funny because i could see it yeah i could see you going that way no that's purely the director's choice yeah. and another bad one here's the other thing too is so there's a part there at the end where on. where ah. sarah sarah has sarah uh, or katie lots is supposed is giving a reaction where she's like it's almost like she's zoned out for a second do you remember this at the end there where it's supposed to be like you okay uh yeah like uh and i don't know why oh, they that is foreshadowing this. that's foreshadowing yeah, yeah maybe uh, again well, okay hold out. on you, you, you stare a god in the face paragon or not there's yeah. going to be consequences that's foreshadowing yeah okay uh, also I'll, I'll, well, I'll, foreshadowing as to what happens next episode and foreshadowing to her temporary superpower cool. so that that's just planting seeds is what I that don't. is i don't so it ends up with a, it, it, and I get it. Okay. The whole, yes, nobody's there. Yeah. But then when she gets up to storm into Constantine's office, nobody's still there. And that's where it could get confusing. Right. Yeah. I, that, yes. I think that's it. If she woke up out of her dream and everyone's there and she pushes through the crowd. Oh, it was all in her head. Mm -hmm. Th that's, I, I, I think I found the source of your confusion, Travis. And, uh, and uh, she goes show. into Constantine's room and she says, wait, could this fucking loom bring Bayrod back? And he's like, yeah, but it's dicey. You know, it's up against a God. And she's like, I can handle dicey. Oh, no, she gives that like, great. I love this. It's it's I don't know how good it is, but it's right out of a fucking cop movie. Because this is when you know that, you know, bubble headed Zari is a is is, is a isn't Maybe bubble headed anymore. Like, she goes yeah. like she goes, I can handle dicey. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. be on you every minute of every yeah, day, like, magic man. I so guess uh, on you, you. like yeah, <laughs> like fuck it's so weird. Piece of shit. It's so weird. It was weird. It was a I little weird. I see Travis. It's just, it's just a weird episode, man. I'm sorry. I know there's like some good things and they're and they're kind of moving. It's there. a really weird one. I I love. Yeah. I let me say I love it. It's I. I enjoy no. this one for how weird it is. I, I think it's a mess. I think it's a real mess, especially when they when they're 
they've proven that they can do like i don't know if i can pick an mvp from this series i just thought it was uh oh i give it to let's see mike okay well you got to pick one pick an mvp um <clears throat> let's go what's her uh what's his uh his uh old girlfriend's name Allie. yeah she's fine she's great uh i'm gonna go with uh dominic purcell he was my favorite part of this episode yeah, i guess yeah, yeah him and lita no you know what double mvp him and lita was my favorite part of this episode and not just uh uh, baby Lita. teenage Lita, baby Lita, little Lita, <laughs> Mick and all the Litas is my favorite part of this episode. Uh, reminds me of the rehearsal, because everybody has to watch this crazy show. Great television. <laughs> all right, man. Well, thanks, like man. We We're going to wrap yeah, this up now. Again, uh, everyone, please uh, follow us at Guys Gideon on Twitter. Uh, follow the Plum Podcast Network. Check it out, Mystery Titans Theater on Twitch every other week and always on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back next time. Howdy. Mm-hmm.